Welcome back to another episode of A Cup of Coffee. I am your host and speaker, Levo Coffee. This is episode 45. For all my new listeners, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast. It is really helpful. Um, you can also follow me on my Instagram, which is A Cup of Coffee. It is A C U P O F C O F F E Y underscore. For all my returning listeners, you can do the same. Uh, follow me on my Instagram. Also, like, subscribe, and share this podcast as well. If you want to follow my Twitter as well, I tweet wild stuff about different things, sports, anime, this podcast, real life situations, police, uh, politics, my new job, things that I learn every day, people I talk to every day. Um, follow, you can follow my Twitter. It is Coffee Lavelle. So that is C-O-F-F-E-Y-L-E-V-E-L-L. You will see me up there smiling at my big, beautiful smile. Also, if you go to my Instagram or if you go to my Twitter, click the link in my bio. It is the link to my website that is up there that hosts all my um podcast episodes in order. It has all the information. It has all the feedback. And you can go there if you want to have that saved. So whenever I drop that, that's updated first and then you can uh, listen to the information on that website when I drop it. Now, to get this episode started, that's one thing I want to talk about that I recently heard of and I recently learned. It's a term called judo emotions. Now, judo, that is a form of martial arts where you're kind of like the wind. You kind of just let things come to you and you blow it off. You brush it off. You kind of, you know, you're, you're like water. You just go, you move with, you move with things, right? So people who practice judo don't typically attack first. They don't typically rush forward and be like, ah, like, like, like boxers do or kickboxers or things like that because their skill is to let you use your own body weight and momentum to like hip check you or to just move you out the way with a little push. Now, they can throw hands too. I'm not saying people who do judo are out here just being soft and passive. They can throw hands too. So I'm not trying to disrespect anybody when I say that. It's just a typical judo uh, martial art. It's more about passism, about moving with the you know ebb and flow. They move this way, you move the opposite way. They come forward, you go backwards, they go backwards, you go forward. Just an ebb and flow of the of the entire fight so that way you can kind of remain calm and control what's going on because this is something I know about fighting. Uh, no matter how big you are, no matter how strong you are, if you don't have technique, you're more than likely going to lose that fight because the person who has technique is going to win. And judo is like the prime example of that, right? Now, when it comes to emotions, we all know what emotions are. Happy, sad. Uh, in love, like lust, you know, like those like, like, like pretty basic emotions. We all have emotions. We all practice our emotions. We all express our emotions every day. Now, some of us are better at expressing our emotions than others. And that's what this topic and podcast is going to be about today. I've been talking with a friend of mine named Lee, right? And Lee and I, I met him in high school. We weren't the best of friends in high school. Now, we didn't have no beef, so I don't start thinking like, oh, they was beefing in high school. Now they're friends. No, he was a guy I knew. We hung out a little bit by the rails. Uh, I knew him through a, a dude I know named Joe that I also met in high school. But Lee and I have been talking. We've been sharing some real-life situations with each other, like real life, like, hey, brother, how you doing? Checking in on you, how your emotions, how your feelings. And he's the person who inspired me to make this podcast today, so this episode. So shout out to Lee, man. This one's for you. I'm going to be real on this podcast. I'm not going to tell y'all what he and I talk about personally because that's between us. Like That's our personal information. But I'm going to just tell you some of the topics that we have discussed that has helped me grow um, specifically. Now, I'm not going to say things that, that he said to me specifically because that's some personal stuff. And I'm not going to say things that he told me about how he has grown and how he's become a better person again because that's personal stuff. But what I can tell you is from my point of view and the conversations and how things have, things have transpired 
and that has helped me. Now, I didn't learn about judo emotions from Lee. I learned it from uh, a gentleman named Matt. He is the CEO of my company that I work at now. I'm not going to tell you the name of my company, guys, because I'm not going to have you all, um, you know, stalking me or sending messages to my job or sending prank calls or any of that type of stuff. My job is my job and I thoroughly like my job. I'm learning more and more every day and I'm growing every day and I'm hopefully trying to, you know, show out and, and grow in the company. But Matt taught us this saying called judo emotions. When I first heard it, I was like, okay, you know, I know what judo is. I know what emotions are, but how can the two be one? And they can be one by simply doing two things that we as people already do that you probably don't think about on a day-to-day basis or even a hourly basis or even a minute-to-minute basis. You probably think about it once a month, probably once a week, right? So when you're upset, you try to calm down. I know the, the tools that they tell us, you walk away, bite your tongue, breathe happy thoughts, take deep breaths, woosah, practice, you know, practice that and try to avoid the situation. If it's on social media, they say, hey, just put your phone down. If it's in person, try to back away, walk away because there's no need for confrontations, right? Now, all that is basically saying practice judo emotions. So with judo emotions, for example, I know we've all seen videos. We've probably been in some of these situations ourselves where where we're arguing with someone, someone's yelling, someone's screaming, we're arguing back and forth. It, like they try to get personal, right? Especially if you're not, if you're having a conversation or argument about like, let's say sports, right? Or politics. Let's stick for sports. Sports is a little easier to talk about. And then people start talking about, man, you ugly. Shut up, stupid. That's when you know you won the, that's when you know you won the argument. However, when that happens, the average person gets upset and like, oh no, we about to throw hands. I'm about to, I'm about to F you up because you're not going to disrespect me. Right. And then we charge forward and we get in this mindset of like, I'm angry. I want to hurt you. I want you to feel this type of way. When in reality, we need to practice what we've been taught as a kid. Walk away. Don't let it bother you. Deep breaths. Also like that, which is now we know the, the phrase for it. it's called judo emotions. So with judo emotions, it's simple. Like I said, if you ever see anybody argue or you've been arguing with somebody, especially face to face, and they start calling you out your name and being disrespectful. All you got to do is take a few moments, let what they say hit you, and be like Kirby. Spit it away. But don't spit it right back at you. Spit it away. Let it bounce off you. You be rubber. Let the wall be glue. Let them say whatever they got to say. Let them feel how they got to feel. You hit it. You move on. You take it. You move on. You do not let that situation, those feelings, that argument, that environment carry on with you. You do not want that. You want to you want to let that go, because when you harbor negative feelings, it affects your entire life. It affects how you see things. It affects how food tastes to you. It affects how your body reacts to stress. Your body doesn't like stress. It, it, your body doesn't like any of that. So it, 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 it the thoughts you think, all that is affected by your emotions and, and how you're feeling. So you need to practice judo emotions. Take it in digest it, spit the shit out, take it in, digest it, spit it out. Because a lot of times when people take those negative emotions and move them to like a different uh, part of the day, it affects their entire day. Right. Which is bad, which is bad. You don't not, you do not want one little situation, one little inkling of a problem, one little, you know, iota, to affect your entire day because that that messes up your business, that messes up your personal relationships, 
that messes up your uh, life in general, that makes people not want to talk to you, that makes you unapproachable. You have a bad aura around you. And your energy is very important. Like energy can be pushed off of you. People look at you and they see that. They feel that energy and people don't want to be around you. So you got to practice this. And let me tell you some steps to practice it. So let me say like this. First of all, let's say you're in an argument with somebody disrespecting you or you're on Twitter or Instagram, whatever you're arguing, you can yell that, whatever, whatever. Engage in the conversation. You don't, I'm not saying don't talk back. I'm not saying let them just berate you and disrespect you and call you out your name and, and harm you. No, what I'm saying is as they're doing all this yelling, stay calm, relax yourself, tell yourself in your brain, okay, this is not worth it. I just want to get out of this conversation and move on. I just want to get out of this conversation and move on. I do not want to be here. I do not want to hurt them. I do not want them to hurt me. I'm not trying to take this any full, any, any further. I just want to leave. So keep that in the back of your mind and respond to what they're saying. Respond, respond, respond. If the conversation is not going anywhere, you can say, okay, cool, have a nice day, and walk away. You don't have to stay there. You don't have to argue with them. No one no one is forcing you to do anything. Just walk away. If they put their hands on you, you know, you don't know how I am. Y'all heard my other episodes. If you haven't heard my other episodes, I'm being on. If somebody puts their hands on you and you can handle yourself, throw these hands back. Hands, feet, elbows, knees. You have eight points of contact. You can use all eight, right? Go ahead, handle your business. Now, to avoid getting to that point, though, because we don't want to get there. I'm not promoting violence. As I get older, I'm actually telling people to not be violent, to walk away, to address things at a later time, later day. That's what we need to start practicing, to the, the walk away that, hey, I don't want to be here. I don't want to deal with this. I'm not trying to have you all be around me. I don't want this. Walk away. Let's do the walk away, right? Now, after you walk away, let's say you get out the situation, you're no longer there. You're like, cool, I'm free. I'm soaring. I'm flying, right? There's not a star in heaven that you can't reach as long as you're trying, right? You're breaking free. Oh, yes, you're breaking free, right? So you already walked away. The threat is gone. The argument is over. But now you still got that cloud around you. Like it's like it's sitting on your shoulder. It's like, yo, hold on, man. Let me just fly over your head and sprinkle some rain on you, a little bit of thundering to bring down your entire mood. Let 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 me put this monkey on your back called depression. Let me make you depressed and sad and upset for the rest of the day. Nope, we're not doing that anymore. We're practicing judo emotions. So you got you got five minutes. I tell everybody when they first start off, you got five minutes. Because this is how I started off. Five minutes. Go wherever you want to go. Be mad, scream, shout, kick, throw, whatever. Burn out all that energy. Now, don't break anything you can't afford to replace. So don't say, oh, Lavelle from a cup of coffee told me to do this. And now I can't afford it. I'm going to sue him and cuss him out. It's his fault. No, do not break harm, burn, spin, anything that you cannot replace or that is valuable. Actually, don't break anything at all. Don't do any of that. But if you got to throw your phone, throw your phone out of the pillow. Throw your phone on the couch. That's what I do. I throw my phone on the couch. You know, if you want to punch something, punch your couch. If you, especially my couch, I got a thick couch. So I can punch it and like, it won't even feel like I'm hitting the wall. I'm like, ah, you just get it out, right? Get that, get that emotion and that feeling and get that energy out as quick as you can. And just throw it away. Get it away from you. Once that's done, whether if it takes you 30 seconds, it takes you 30 seconds, it takes you two minutes, it takes you two minutes. After that, boop, move on. Simple as that. Just move on. Once you get that, those feelings out of you, you get that monkey off your back. No one's bothering you anymore. Move on, right? That leads me to the next point. Take everything one thing at a time. I'm going to say that again. Take everything one thing at a time. One event, one place, one person, 
one phone call, one text message, one one social media post, one walk, one weight lift, one everything. Take it all one at a time because what you don't want to happen is you start harboring all these emotions, whether they're good or bad. I'm saying this for happiness, success, highs, lows, anger, failure, sadness, depression. Take everything one step at a time. And I tell you this because you do not want to take that happiness and put it into a, a different situation that ain't supposed to be happy. So if you happy, you, you go to a, a celebration of life or a repast, whatever you want to call it. You're like, hey, what's up, y'all? No, nobody there is happy right now, but they're sad. They're hurting. They're mourning. You don't want that, right? So read the room and take every situation at face value one at a time. If the people you're around are happy, that's great. You want to be around those people. That's people you want to be around. You want to be around them. You want to feed off their energy, let their energy feed into you. And you just keep being happy. Keep on passing on positive energy, positive love, positive values, positive thoughts, positive feelings. Pass it along. Keep it going. Do not stop. Keep, you know, keep at it. If you are in a room full of people who are mad. Now, I'm not saying going in a room would be like, no, I'm going to be mad with them. No, go in there with an open mind and try to understand and be empathetic about what they're going through. Some situation needs you to be, it needs you to show some empathy. So maybe you maybe you could tap into the time you were angry or sad or depressed or going through something that they can relate to, that can, that you can relate to, to that situation so that you can help calm the situation and calm it down. That's what I mean by take everything one at a time. You you don't you don't want to go into every situation trying to be the best. No, sometimes you can go in there and just shut up and learn and listen and keep it open ear and open mind, you know? So if you're if you're dealing with some bad stuff, some good stuff, some happy stuff, some sad stuff, whatever it is you're going through, take it all one thing at a time. Because again, like I said a few minutes ago, you do not want to take those feelings from point A. Let's say I'm going to stay on the same example. I was arguing in the last example. I'm going to keep arguing in this example. You want to take the argument you got in with Bob from down the street. That was like a seven minute argument about who trash can goes out on which side of the lawn and your grass isn't cut the best. But he has this dog who always poops on your lawn. So you don't want to cut your grass because it's, it's dog poop on it. Right. So you're arguing about that. You don't want to take the, the, uh, the anger from that argument. And carry it into your house. Now you're in a house with your family. You're sitting down with your family. And you're like, oh, Bob just pissed me off. Now people don't want to talk to you. Let's say you got kids and a, and a, and a, and a, and a wife. Your, your, your kids don't want to talk to you. Your partner don't want to talk to you. Your friends don't want to text you anymore. The people you're on, people who, who called you, you're like, man, I'm mad at my neighbor Bob. And they're like, okay, I don't want to hear about Bob, your neighbor, right? So now you're, so now you're letting this negative experience carry over to other experiences and other conversations and situations and interactions with people and now they're like okay man i ain't trying to mess with him right now he got problems he over there mad he's screaming he's yelling he's upset he's throwing a fit like what the fuck is he doing like oh my gosh like this is ugly this is nasty like whew, what oh my no you don't want that you want to take that situation like i said take up to five minutes however you want to do it whether it take you 30 seconds 10 seconds five seconds a minute two minutes three minutes five is the most that you get let it sit there. You think about it. You think about what you could have done better, how you could have handled it better, what you would do next time. You start trying to make those small changes in your life now. 1% change every day is a good percentage of change. 1% every day is perfect because hopefully after 100 days, you would then have a routine down packed and you will have uh, your, your your do's and don'ts, your, your, your wants and your wants and, you know, 
wants and needs down and you will have a solid foundation to things that you do. You don't want to do. You're able to do. You're capable of doing things you don't know how to do, things you want to learn how to do. You have that foundation set and packed and it's like written in stone because one percent, like I said, one percent of of improvement after 100 days equal a routine, not perfection because no one's ever perfect. I don't care if you do. You have one percent growth every day. You know more than you knew the, the last day, but you're still not perfect. Because so to keep thriving and keep trying and keep trying to become a better person, right? So you never want to take the situation from one conversation, one interaction to the next, and that's why people say, "Oh, I had a bad day." It's like, did you have a bad day? Was it a bad moment? Was it a bad day? Was it a bad conversation? Was it a bad day, or did you read something sad? Was it a bad day or did you watch a, a depressing video? Was it a bad day or were you just, you know, carrying on emotions from earlier in the day, from yesterday, the day before, the month before? Did you see somebody that you didn't expect to see and now you're throwing a fit and now you don't want to be bothered? These are the things we have to start thinking about because no one truly has a bad day. OK, we, we just do not know how to channel our emotions and our feelings and how to navigate the world once we get that negative feeling. That is something that isn't taught to us. No one's teaching us like, hey, you know, hey, guys, you know, you're kids now. So when you have a bad feeling, practice due to all emotions. Just let it bounce off you and take everything one step at a time. No no one's telling us that, or at least I wasn't being told that as a kid. Maybe kids are being told that nowadays. So I can't speak for everyone and be like, oh, what they're not doing or how they're doing it. I know for me as a kid, I was not being told any of that at all. No one was even expressing that to me. All I was, told, was being told was to calm down. Like, hey, calm down. There's no reason to be mad about it. Like, hey, it already happened. But no one was taking the time to break it down. Like, hey, do this. Take it, take it one situation at a time for this. Do this this way. Do that. No one was telling me that. So now that I'm older... I'm trying to put y'all up the game like you can't keep taking conversations and feelings and emotions and thoughts and wants to every situation and think it's going to play out the same. That's what we have. That's that's what that's what happens. We often. Oh, I, I got an argument this morning with my partner. I'm going to go to work. Now I'm mad. Now my boss said my name and I'm already thinking it's going to be a negative situation. So I'm going to walk over there with an attitude. We don't want guard up anyway. And my boss is talking to me. She, he or she's annoying the hell out of me. Now I go go back to work. Now my, my supervisor just called me as well. What the supervisor want? Oh, now they're annoying me. Now I go on my lunch and I get a phone call from somebody because I'm late on my on my credit card payment. Now I'm mad because my credit card payments is behind. I'm trying. You see how I just came up with that uh, uh, scenario, but each thought was like, hey, I got an argument already. Now this is going to happen to me. Okay, now that that happened to me, this is going to happen to me. When And when in reality... The argument could have been necessary if you had with your partner to, to, to show growth and to, to learn about one another and about how things should or should not be done. The competition you had with your boss could have been something like, hey, man, listen, you did this this way. Next time, let's do it this way. That's not anything to get mad about. That's called improvement. It's called growth. The next competition you had with your supervisor could have been something that your boss told your supervisor to tell you. And now they're just following their chain of command because it's what they were told to do. And they're just doing their job. And now you're mad at them for doing their job. But if they didn't do their job and they didn't talk to you, they would have been in trouble with with your boss. Right. So it's like we got to just practice letting things go and getting over situations that aren't truly important and that don't really matter. Right. The next thing I want to talk to you all about is we have to learn the difference between trauma and idea. Right now. Everybody say they got trauma nowadays. Everybody, oh, it's trauma. Oh, it's trauma. Oh, it's trauma. 
and most people haven't been through anything. Most people haven't been in a fight, been, you know, in any physical altercation. They haven't been mentally or emotionally abused. They haven't done any of that. They just feel as if they've been, as if they should be treated better than what they're being treated. So they say trauma. Oh, I'm dealing with trauma. Oh, it was a traumatic experience. It was trauma. It was trauma. Okay, cool. Even if you are dealing with trauma, this applies to you as well. You need to think about what you're doing, why you're doing it, and how it will affect your future, right? Everything that you do today affects you for the next five years. And I'm bringing this up because I know some people who are dealing with things, like dealing with real trauma. They've been assaulted. They've been, they, they know people who have been assaulted. They, uh, have been shot at or shot stabbed or have to stab somebody or they shot somebody or they've been jumped or their parents weren't there. They were raised in a one, uh, one parent household and they had to grow up at a young age and start taking on adult responsibilities at like 13, 14 years old. So like to me, those are some examples of trauma. And a lot of times what we do as people, we take those ideas, uh, those fears we have from our trauma of us growing up fast or being in a fight or being hurt or being assaulted. And we let those those fears create thoughts and ideas in our brains. And we think those thoughts and ideas that are in our brain are actual smart ideas and thoughts. And a lot of times it's like, no, this is your, your brain saying, hey, we've been through A, B, C, and D already. We need to protect ourselves. But sometimes you need to tell your brain to shut up and to stop because you sometimes have to get through that situation or, or get past that thing that you're about to experience to help yourself grow and become a better person. I know for me personally, right, I've been in a lot of fights and I used to yell a lot. I'm in a lot of arguments. So, when, when it comes to me and other people who are in arguments, my first thought is like, okay, hey, I'm ready to punch you in the face. I don't have time for all this yelling, all this back and forth. I don't care about what you're saying right now. Are you a threat to me or not? What level of threat are you? And to me, like, I just go from zero to 100. I'm like, okay, you're the ultimate threat. You're trying to kill me. I'm ready to fight. But that's just my brain telling me that because I've been in situations where I was not in that mindset of like, okay, this person's trying to kill me. This person's trying to, to uh, you know, really hurt me and like, you know, cripple me and like really like do damage to my body. And when I got in the situation and they turned up on me, I had to try to quickly hurry up and, and match that energy and become a person that I wasn't prepared to become at that time. So now in my defense, my body's like, hey, somebody's walking towards you, have your hips ready to get the turn and ducking and swinging and punching and kicking and slamming and elbowing and knee and whatever you got to do to win that fight. Give me a prime example. The other day I, I, I was out with Tatum. And we were going to see Spiral and a guy walks up to us and Tatum deals with uh, social anxiety. So she gets nervous. But her social anxiety is she doesn't freeze. She starts to talk. She just starts to talk. And that's her, that's her, that's her defense mechanism. So I'm letting her talk because to me, she has to learn how to navigate these situations because I won't always be there. So I'm letting her, I'm letting her talk. But to me, I'm also dealing with my own problem. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, listen, this man keeps moving his hands. Watch his hands. If his hands come too close, sock him in the jaw. Let her talk. Let her do her thing. Sock him in the jaw. And then he reached behind him for one second there. And I kind of like moved my arm in front of Tatum because I didn't know what he was reaching for. And he put out like this little uh, pamphlet for some type of meet meeting at a church. And I was like, and I found that when she kind of nudged me. I was like, yo, let's let's go. I'm, I'm not comfortable. I was like, hey. We're good, fam. We're about to get our food, about to go watch this movie. No, thank you. You have a good day. And I like brushed him along. But in that instance, we both went to our safety. 
of like, hey, Hurst was like, hey, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk. I'm going to try to like entertain you and make you feel at ease and make you see that, hey, I'm not a threat. Leave me alone. And mine is the complete opposite. Mine is like, hey, I want you to look me in my eyes and look like, yo, I am a threat. If you want these problems, I'm going to hurt you. So it's kind of like both ends of the spectrum, but we both go from zero to 100. And I have to often tell myself like, hey, Man, Lavelle, that dude was just talking to you. He wasn't a threat. Why would your mind go there? Why would you try to just assume that you want to fight this person? Is that a good idea? Is that what you really wanted to do? And it's like, no, I didn't want to fight this guy. I didn't want to have any problems with this man. I didn't know this man. It was like a man in his 60s, maybe 70s, who's going around passing on a pamphlet by some church event. But my mind taught me that, hey, you can't trust anyone. If people approach you, especially people you do not know, you need to be ready to hurt these people because they are willing to hurt you and they are going to hurt you. Now, is it a good idea for me to think that way? No, it's not because most people in the world don't want problems. Like most people aren't here to think like, oh yeah, no, I want some problems today. I want to fight today. No, I want to hurt somebody today. I'm trying to get in that action today. That's not how most people think. Most people are just like, man, I want to make it Monday through Sunday, go to work Monday through Friday or whatever day you work you know, make it home to my family, to my people's have fun, live life, try to make more money. So I can start traveling. That's what people are thinking about. But since I've been through so many situations, my brain is like, Hey, trauma, trauma, trauma comes first. So you have to defend yourself. But you know, I also have to think over that trauma thought of like, Hey, no, 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 no. Assess the situation, read the situation. How are the people around you feeling? How are, how are the people who are talking to you? How are they talking? What are they saying? What are they doing? And that's just an example for me. I know we all deal with our own things. Like I said, nowadays, everybody said they're dealing with trauma. Even people who aren't really dealing with trauma said they're dealing with trauma or they've dealt with trauma. I don't know. I don't know everybody personally. I can only speak about a few people, but I'm not going to speak about them because they, how, how they perceive things different than how I perceive things. So, you know, everybody got their own situation that they're dealing with, but that's just for me. Like, Hey, like whatever you're dealing with, start doing that. Start trying to do that. And like I said, it takes 1% of growth a day to help better. You will help better yourself. Right? So just keep doing that. Just keep trying to be better every single day. Talk to yourself every single day. Tell yourself how you're going to be better. Write, write down your list, write down your goals, write down the things you want to achieve and, and write down how you plan on achieving them. If you don't know how you're going to achieve them, some of us do not know. You just need to start doing something. Another example for that is this podcast. I recently went back and listened to the first two, with two minutes of my episode one podcast. And let me tell you, it is trash. It is horrible. I'm like, yo, hey, this Lavelle coffee. I'm your like host and speaker, you know, whatever you want to call. Like, that's how I'm talking. I'm not talking how I'm talking now and full, complete synthesis. I'm not flowing together. The sound was horrible. I wasn't making the videos that I put on my Instagram and that needs to start putting back on my YouTube. I wasn't doing these type of things. I was just trying to just get it started. And that's what I'm telling you all. Just get it started. Just start practicing it now. If you want to, you know, get in shape, start going for walks, start going to the gym, start doing these things. Don't let, you know, people making fun of your size or lack of size or anything like that bother you. Don't let those bad thoughts and that trauma keep weighing on your mind. Think, think the opposite of that. If you know you've been through some things and your go-to is always to protect yourself, which is natural, and your body's always like, nope, we're not doing that because this might happen. You need to go, you need to go in and, and, uh, and uh, do the opposite and, and tell yourself like, hey, 
this is what's best for me. Let me think of something else. Let me clear my mind. Let me go ahead and try to um, increase my value in life and my value as a person because trauma, all that does is decrease you and hold you down and make you scared. You cannot live your life in fear because all fear does is make you a target. That's my belief. I never want to be a victim. I never want to be a target. So I live my life not in fear, but I try to live my life. I still live my life cautiously. I'm not out here saying like, oh, I'm walking around with my head up high. You know, oh, yeah, I'm a big dude. Yeah, I'm tough. No, I'm not saying that at all. Don't come to me like that. Don't ask me about anything like that. That ain't me. That ain't how I am. You're like, no. If you if you say, oh, no, that's how you are. You knew me in, in high school. I'm 27 now. I ain't been in high school in over nine years. Me at 27, I've been through things now. Trust me. That is not how I am. People will humble you in life. So whatever you're going through, man, think twice about it. Think three times about it, man. If you got to think a fourth time, think a fourth time. If you got to reach out to somebody because you need help, do that as well. Reach out to people and ask for help. No one knows the, the key to success until they are successful. No one knows the key to making more money or being a better person until they do it. So ask, reach out. The last thing I want to talk to you all about today on this ep- podcast episode is staying in your own lane. That is key and that is important. Now, a few moments ago, I just said, if you knew me in high school, I ain't been in high school in nine years, so you don't know me. I've been through some things since high school because I was not staying in my own lane. I was not being true to myself I was not being true to the person I was raised to be. I was trying to be what everybody wanted me to be, what everybody said I was going to be. And I was trying to act as if I was what they were saying I wasn't. So if you said I want to make it enough money, Ovel went out there and tried to make as much money as possible. Now, not enough to get on anybody's radar or become some type of kingpin. I'm not trying to say I was out there big money bagging it. No, but I was making enough money for my relative age, more than people my age was making. And I was making it fast. Right. If you said I couldn't fight, well, what's up? Put these hands up. We about to throw these dukes and we go figure out who who truly can't fight. If you say I'm not cute, I'm about to go out and buy me a whole bunch of outfits, get my hair cut once a week for six months and look at you like every day like, what's up? I'm going to hit the gym, make sure my body's looking right and tight. And after four months, you go back, damn, OK, you are looking a little better. You are kind of cute. What's up? And I'm going to do that just to prove you wrong. That's who I was. I was always trying to prove something to people because I felt as if I had something to prove. I was not comfortable in my skin, so I was not staying in my own lane. I was I was trying to do everything that everybody told me I couldn't do, who I couldn't be. And that, at the end of the day, hurt me. Because when you go home, you live with yourself. You got to look yourself in the mirror. I don't care if you if you live with your mama and your daddy. You got 80 people living in your house in a six-bedroom house. At the end of the day, when you look in the mirror and you talk to yourself and you think to yourself, you have to think like, hey, who am I? What benefits me? What makes me happy? What do I like? What don't I like? You know, how can I become the person I want to be? Who do I want to be? Am, am I still the person who thinks talking proper, not sacking your pants, not going to the club all the time, not carrying a gun? Do I, do I think those are lames? Basically, do I think the, 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 the Steve Urkels of the world, the, the, the honest, hardworking, blue collar people of the world are lames? Or do I think the people who are selling drugs, gang banging, uh, carrying guns, fighting, stealing, breaking into houses, committing crimes, sacking their pants, throwing up their fingers, acting hard in the streets, can't look at them in the eye. 
or do I think do I do or do I think those people are lanes? That's what you have to come to agreement on your own. I'm not telling you which way to think. I'm not telling you which way to act. I'm not telling you which way to go about the situation. I'm just saying once you start to realize in life your lane and the route that you want to go to make the person to be the person you want to be and that you want to possibly grow into, the world is yours and anything is possible. I'm not saying that just to be on some cliche type shit. What I'm saying is this. It takes six months to a year to, to, to better yourself and improve yourself. It takes about three to five years to get in the habit of that same, same improvement. So I'm not saying it's an overnight thing. I'm not saying you'll wake up one day and be like, yo, I'm a better man. I'm a new man. Yeah, yeah. I know better now. I'm going to do better. No, I'm not saying that I'm even done going through the process because I'm still going through it. But I can tell you this from last year in May to this year in May, I have lost weight. Because I had gained a whole lot of weight like the first month of quarantine. I just kept getting weight all, all throughout the year up until probably like November where I started trying to lose weight. But I wasn't consistent. My car broke down. But I can tell you this. I was consistent with one thing, with working hard. I worked hard at my last job. I worked, worked, worked hard. I got promoted. I started this podcast the year before and that that uh, winter, so 2019, the winter of 2019, I started the podcast. I fell off here and there. I take breaks in my podcast. I still live my life. I'm not I'm not the type of person to be like, yo, I'm going to do this every day, all day. I'm going to cut off everybody else in my life and, you know, forget y'all because I'm doing this right now. No, I'm still hustling. I'm still grinding. I'm up at 5 a.m. in the morning and I don't go to sleep sometimes until 11, maybe midnight. So I'm still doing things here and there. So trying to build myself as a brand and connect. You're trying to gain followers on Instagram and stuff like that. I don't know how to gain followers like that, but I'm working on it. See, like I said, I don't have the keys to everything. I don't know everything, but I can tell you that when you keep working hard, you keep asking the right questions. Even even if you ask the wrong questions, ask questions, try to get connected to the people in the field or industry that you want to go into, ask them questions, how they did it, how they got there, what all you got to do, and do not aim for the top. I'm going to tell you that now. I'm not saying don't go to the top. Don't say that you don't want to be the best of the best and make the most money, but that isn't realistic. It's okay to be average. It's okay to be average in your field. It's okay to be above average in your field. No one's, no one, like we all can't be LeBron James. We call, we can't all be, you know, the uh, radio hosts like Charlemagne and God. We can't all be the, you know, the Michael Jordan, you know, the Wayne Gretzky's, the Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo. We can't all be like the great, you know, the Serena Williamses, Tiger Woods. We can't be these people all the time. But we can be, we could be a a Derek Fisher. You know, he put in, what, 10 plus years in the NBA. That's a that's a good career. We could be a backup quarterback. You know, those are pretty like average quarterbacks in the league. They don't get much playing time, but they're good enough to make it to the league. You know, we could, we, we could, we could be the average everyday person. It's okay. But be happy being the average day person and still try to grow yourself, better yourself every day. If you're not in shape, try to get in shape. Now, I'm not trying to body shame nobody and say, oh, my gosh, he only care about people who are in shape. I'm not in the best shape. My girlfriend's not in the best shape. But we still try. We still try and we still have fun. So, like, whatever you're doing, man, be true to yourself. Now, I know earlier I said, who do I think is lame? And I said I wasn't going to tell you. If gangbanging is what you do. If you a shooter, you a killer, you doing all that, go to the military, do it for them and and, and, uh, get a check for it. Become a cop and and be a part of that gang and get a check for it. You know, if you want to twist your fingers, become become an actor and twist your fingers on set and get paid for it. 
Whatever you want to do, if, if that's what you really are, if you really out here thugging it, you really out here gangbanging, robbing, stealing, whatever, whatever, whatever you're going to do, take that skill and put it to one of these places in life that, that you can do it legally and make money from it and better yourself. And eventually you're going to see, yo, the life I was living was stupid. And then you can reach back and help people or reach to your sides and help people. I told you all in the beginning of this podcast, my man Lee and I have been talking and he's, he's one who helped me out with this whole little situation and helped me. He's starting to help me grow mentally, emotionally well, because I see another black man like myself. So I think he's like a year younger than me, maybe a year older than me. We're around the same age, so it don't really matter. But I see us both starting to try to like grow and become better. And like the lights are now starting to tick off in our head. I know a lot of people say usually hit your, your mature age around 45. I'm like, now nah, I'm hitting mine at 27. Why do I got to wait till I'm in my 40s to finally become a mature adult, a mature man who thinks like a man, who acts like a man, who carries himself like a man? Also, for a lot of us, not a lot of us, some of us, some of us were were uh, raised without a father. So no one taught us how to be a man. Some of y'all was raised with a father and he was bitch made. So he ain't teach you how to be a man. He taught you how to be a bitch. So that's more than 50 percent of us in the, in this country. And we all start looking at the real men. Whether you agree what they say or not, look at how they carry themselves and look at how they how other people view them and how other people respect them. Start looking at the actions and not always the words start or or if their if their actions are wrong and their words are right. Listen to the words and say, fuck your actions. Your actions don't match the words. Whatever it is, whatever, you know, niche it fits into. We can start doing that. And same for women. But I ain't a woman, so I ain't already speak on women. I ain't, I ain't Kevin Samuels, y'all. I ain't gonna Kevin Samuels, y'all to death. I'm not about to do that. But I'm saying, if you're a man and you know your dad was bitch made or you didn't have a father in your house, look up to other men out there. For, look, look up to Kevin Samuels. Go watch Kevin Samuels' old videos. He said was saying a lot of shit on there that is true and that is helpful to men like me who were raised with a, in, in a single mother household who wasn't truly taught how to properly be a man. My mom did the best she could, but a woman can't teach a man how to be a man. So again, man, stay in your lane, practice judo emotions, take everything one step, one event at a time, and start learning the difference between your trauma brain talking to you and a good idea being formed in your head, okay? Again, follow me on my Instagram at a cup of coffee. That is A-C-U-P-O-F-C-O-F-F-E-Y underscore Follow me on my Twitter at Coffee, C-O-F-F-E-Y Lavelle, L-E-V-E-L-L. Click the link in the bio to listen to my podcast on my website. Or if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, Amazon, whatever you listen to it on, please like, subscribe, share, and comment on it. I need those, please. I need to start getting more, more engagement up on my social medias um, for my podcast. So this is Lavelle with a cup of coffee. I love y'all. Peace.